Now batting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Thursday, Albuquerque. You know what that means. It means Van is leading the U.S. leaderboard currently at the Open, which somehow just snuck up on everyone. Do you want to even know the Open was coming? I'm being serious. I'm not trying to even make a joke. Oh, yeah, sure. Name one person that you know that had mentioned to you that the Open was coming. That talked to me actively about the U.S. Yes. Open? yes. Uh, Zyre Golf's Instagram page. Uh huh. Yep. That's the only one. I literally was at an actual golf course this week, and you guys know I don't golf. No one talked about it there because everyone's into the Super Golf League, the better league, apparently. <laughs> Shotgun start for professionals. What the, a joke! What's it called? The Kumite League? Is that what it's called? <laughs> that is a reference to blood sport, Michael, because of the blood money. Oh, there's blood money there. Sitting atop the leaderboard is one Callum Terran. Who? Because he's tied with like 12 different other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just start it. Don't even matter. Let the losers go first. Well, he finished. So let's go with somebody who's still in play. Hadwin's still in play? Yeah. All right, so he's through 12. He's three under. That's nice. So Adam Hadwin. Hey, it's too hot to be playing golf right now, boys. There's this whole... This whole state is, or this whole country is overwhelmed with the heat, everything. Too hot to fish, too hot for golf, and too cold at home. What did, what did, what did you That is an old country lyric, I believe from the 80s. It, that's not. Who was that, Vital? That's no one. Uh, Van Nunley. Mark, uh. Mark Chestnut. Also. Watch, it's going to be Mark Chestnut. The audacity of you to refer to the 80s as old. Like, what is your problem? I was correct. Too Cold at Home, song by Mark Chestnut. Why do you know that? That's a yeah. deep dive. A I grew up fan. in Texas. I was indoctrinated with this garbage. Ugh. <laughs> Give it to me again. What was it? Uh, Too Cold at Home by Mark Chestnut. Hey, load that up, Vital. Let's come back to What's that. What's the lyric? Give it to me. Give me the lyric. Too Hot to Fish. Yeah. Too Hot for Golf, but Too Cold at Home. I don't I don't care for that at all. It's clever as it gets for country music, my friend. There's some clever country music out there. A lot of it is double entendre stuff. Like uh way down yonder on the Chattahoochee? Yeah. It gets hotter than a hoochie coochie. That's poetry. Yeah. <laughs> Eat a bag of farts, Shakespeare. Alan Jackson's in the house. It's a lot of truth in what you're saying. NBA Finals tonight, Game mm-hmm. Six. That's going to be good. You remember years ago when we watched Game Five? Yeah, what was that? Two weeks ago, something like that. It was in it was in May, wasn't it? I legitimately think it was Saturday night. Is that not correct? No, they don't play on Saturday, so it had to be Friday. No, they had to have snuck one in there before after that. They play on a Sunday? No, I went to wrestling. It was a Monday night. Monday nighter. 
Tuesday? It was a long time ago. Uh, Both teams are healthy already. That's how long ago. That's what they said. Yeah. They said, everyone's healthy. No one has COVID except for Adam Silver. Don't worry about it. Bet the money line. That's what the NBA said. Adam Silver will not be handing out the trophy tonight. Don't know if you boys saw that. I did. I thought because it might have been accidentally during the day because we all know he's a, a vampire direct from the Nosferatu bloodline. Mark Tatum. So Jason Tatum's dad just gives to give gets to give this thing out? That's crazy. Can't give it to his boy on game six. Who is Mark Tatum? Mark Tatum's going to have to wait a, a couple more weeks till game seven. Deputy Commissioner Mark Tatum. Is that Jack Tatum's son? Who's Jack Tatum? Oh. Is that Jason Tatum's twin brother? Shame. From, from an Tell all, him, Vital. From an Allstate commercial? Former um, Oakland Raiders safety? Was he? A, I think he was a safety. Safety. Yeah. Oh, from Fox's 24. That was he a was good a show. He was a hard-hitting guy. You're thinking of Kiefer Sutherland. Oh. Yeah. I know Jack Darryl, Tatum used Darryl to. Stingley. He's like the, uh, the original heavy hitter. I know you're talking about. Knocks people's face masks off. Or the stick them. Concussed a lot oh, of that people. That was Lester Hayes. Ah, I was thinking of Lester Hayes. Lester is legit one of my favorite names. I love Lester. Too easily rhymable. I'm going to tell you right now. Schoolyard me would have had a field day with a name like Lester. I mean, I I can't rhyme, so I'm not worried about ah, it. Ah, country music. I'm, I'm no Alan Jackson. Yeah. It's a damn shame. The U.S. Open, which started today unbeknownst to anyone, including fans of golf. Is this being played in Boston? Is that where this thing's at? New York? Boston, New York? Is that correct? I think that's correct. Chestnut Hill, Massachusetts. The country club. Hey, Boston's kind of on fire today for sports. Game six of the finals, U.S. Open. Check. Check. Are the Bruins in the finals, Michael? <laughs> they are? Are they no, doing well? No, nope. they're not. Nope. They're out of it. Okay. Colorado won, I saw last night in overtime. In overtime, yeah. It's going to be a great series. Well, they won't win another one because the Tampa Bay Lightning of uh, Miami, is that where we learned they're from? Tampa Bay's from Miami? Tampa Bay. Okay. Tampa Bay's from Tampa Bay. <laughs> okay. Florida is from Miami. Or Southern Florida. Did Pat, did, How many? Did Patrick Maroon score a goal? Florida legit has way too many hockey teams oh, for the climate. Yeah. Yes, it does. Yeah, there's a there are lots of cities that would yearn for hockey. Name Matt, twelve. Okay, are you ready? Okay, they're all also going to host FIFA. So Name those, it. <laughs> does Hartford have a team again yet, Michael? The they, whale. The whales back. The whalers. Nope, they were gone okay, years so ago. Give them a team. Number one. Okay. That's an Check. obvious one. And then. Milwaukee, Mo- Moscow. Milwaukee could use a team. Hey, Michael, oh, it would do well there. It would yes. support. Okay, so I'm up to. T- Did you say Moscow? Yeah, yeah. they play no. a lot of hockey there. That's, they have their own league. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a whole thing. Hmm. Big watch party last night at the United. Michael, give. No, you can't, <laughs> you can't just name cities in conflicts around the world. Why not? They're busy I'm talking hockey, not war. Weird how they coincide so closely. Isn't that? That's spooky. Big win for the United last night. 2-1 on the road at Oakland. Took it. What a match. Oakland Roots. Just kidding, Michael. Oakland Ratchet. That team was gross. Big watch party that we had out at Hollow Spirits. If you don't come to our watch parties at Hollow Spirits, number one. Losers. Losers. 
We had a lot of friends of the show show up yesterday. It's fun. We were giving away Gladiator's tickets yesterday, Michael. And this this cat shows up. Matt, friend of the show, Matt. Yeah, friend of the show, Matt. Shout out to Matt. <laughs> Matt the cat, friend of the show, Matt. He shows up and he's like, hey, I'm brand new in town. Yeah. Trying to get the fam out. What's yeah. Up, what's up with these Gladiators? And we're like, they're the hotness. Yeah, they're going to have so much fun. Yeah. And we were like, leave, leave your shoe for a nice Saturday evening with all of your children. He has seven kids. Shout out to Matt. Is this, Matt, Matt gets down with the get down. Is this an old Mother Hubbard thing? This is old lady who lives in a shoe? Oh, I was close. Yeah, close. Hubbard adjacent. Yeah. We were down in Hollow Spirits. Same big, genre. Big win. We gave away a bunch of raffles and stuffs. Made a lot of new friends of the show. Yeah. I like making new friends. Same. And the United, and they put it on. Hey, also, how come Nava doesn't just play the whole game? He sometimes does. Well, he okay. You caught me there, red-handed. Let me rephrase this. That uh, one. Why didn't he play? Yeah, because they would have scored eighty goals. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He is so fast and so fun to watch. It's unreal. You can't see his legs, Michael. You would think it's just a jersey floating around the field, and his legs are. And you would think that Roadrunner cartoon esque uh, legs. Yeah, like Sonic the Hedgehog legs. Yes. Yes. And you would think that yesterday wasn't the hottest day in recorded history for the United States of America, which, by the way, it was. You would think it wasn't because he just goes out there in a turtleneck. It was the hottest day? In the history of the entire country on this day. Did, across- Ken- did Kendrick drop another album? Was it that hot? <laughs> <laughs> he just wears a turtleneck out there. Staying warm, staying loose. I get it. I feel you, brother. <laughs> What? No! This whole this whole country's on fire. Cows are dropping dead by the thousands across Kansas fields. His turtleneck wasn't made of wool. I'm sure it was something very breathable. Oh, yeah. An Under Armour, maybe. That's a good point. Like a dry fit? Adidas, probably. It's probably Adidas. It's Puma. Ah, oh, I bet it was Puma. Puma. The best Puma's got. That's the, be- that's the soccer one. It's co-branded with Meow Wolf. They all have that dry fit. Jerseys. You rocking the dry fit on Saturday? For Celebrity Softball? Correct. I saw I sent a lot of texts last night to the private thread for you, I, and Robert. Mm-hmm. I left A. Marie and J.J. out of it because I tell you what, I don't need any sort of resistance here. Okay. I just need a bunch of followers, and that's what you and Robert are. And I was like, hey. What? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, here's how we're doing it. And I started naming, like, very fun, nostalgic baseball things. Yeah. Chewing tobacco. That's what I, was, I was like, can we get a spittoon? Sharpening your spikes. I don't think we get to wear cleats, but it didn't say yes or no anywhere. I'm bringing my sharpened and unsharpened cleats just in case. Somebody needs a pair? Like, what's the just in case? Yeah. Brandon Ortega, KOB TV's very own star of TV and radio. Uh-huh. He better not be playing second base because I'm coming in hot. With sharpened spikes. You're going you're going cleats up on Brandon Ortega at second base? You can't steal bases in softball, but I'm going to hit a lot of doubles, so I'm coming in hot here's to what, second base. Here's what Star TV and Radio, KOB's very own three-time New Mexico broadcaster of the year, Brandon Ortega doesn't know. I'm taking his four-year or five-year-old son, Julian, and making him the bat boy for our team. Like, that's how that's how like psychological I'm playing these games. I'm not messing. Also, 
It's either today or tomorrow. Happy birthday to the friend of the show, Craig. I don't know which one it is, but I don't want to miss it. Soon? Yeah, it's okay. today or tomorrow or the next day. Happy birthday, Craig. Happy birthday, Craig. There Whether we go. it's today or tomorrow. There we go. Perfect timing for Boston, boy, with That's everything okay. going down in Boston. And I, I think the Red Sox are playing today, but they have the Cardinals tomorrow. Tough loss for the Red Sox today, uh, 4-3, as they fell to the worst team in baseball, the Oakland Athletics, which we just proved yesterday that Oakland is a garbage sports city, and United came back and whooped them in the second half of that game. Yeah. so They played rough, they played dirty, and they cheated at every possible turn. And trust me, I'm an Astros fan, I know about cheating. More Boston U.S. Open NBA Finals and adjacent content whenever we get back. We're tuning on. We are live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. Start our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. Spent last night over at Hollow Spirits. Had an absolute banger. Banger of a time. New Mexico's vodka is Teller Vodka. I know for a fact. It's 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal. Record-breaking heat wave. Is this that song? This isn't that song. It's 100% not it. This is a rock and roll song. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I can't go to it. Nice. No, just, hey, just surprise us later. I already feel like it's heavy steel guitar kind of thing. Like, give me the give me the lyric one more time. Too hot to fish. Yeah. Too hot for golf. Uh-huh. And too cold for home. Oh, this is picking. Oh, here we go. This is, well, how do you know this? Uh, again, I was born and raised in Houston, Texas. You remember my story about the bus driver who made us sing songs on the bus? Looking for the next country American Idol? Hey, I'm not trying to go off radio right here, but what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I'll tell the story again. Is this a love song or is this like a... It's a sad song. Okay. There it is. Boom. Oh, cut this off. Mike. Okay, I'm pretty sure that's exactly what I sounded like, too, when I sang it, right? Like, exactly. That was country back in the day. I told a story. That's 80s country right there. A story? It's not Star Wars, boys. Like. He's having trouble at home, Fred. Cut the guy some slack. Yeah, I, I'm familiar with Thunder Rolls. You know we're having a heat wave. Dog, this is no joke. Are you going to go fishing at high noon today? Were you? Huh? It's too hot. Yeah, exactly. You're going to go golf today? Dog, it's too hot. Yeah, see? What's the last one? It's too cold at home. He's <laughs> <laughs> having, having lady problems. Can't go home. So and what it, else are you going to do? Oh, go, I get Go it. to your local saloon. And his two hobbies. Get S-housed. Fishing and golfing. Can't go outside because of the heat. Because the heat. Yeah. yeah. So you just belly up to the barsy boy. Yeah. See? Have a couple buds with a couple buds. I just explained every country music song to you. Congratulations. Huh. <laughs> this, uh, what channel is PGA Network on? USA? USA or the PGA Network? Oh, sorry. US Open? US Open on USA? Okay, that makes sense mm -hmm. to me. First two rounds on USA, I believe. Okay, and then ESPN to wrap it up, probably? I don't know. I think NBC carries the Open. Is so, it NBC, Vital? That yeah. makes sense. 
if it was ESPN that put Joe Buck on it, it'd be way better. Isn't he Amazon now? No, he's ESPN. Him Is and he? Troy both went ESPN. Oh. And Kurt Herbstreit, Al Michaels, Pat McAfee, and now allegedly Ryan Fitzpatrick went Amazon. Give me all the McAfee and Fitzpatrick Dog. you got. I mean, I cannot handle how oh excited I am. Oh, my God. That's must-see TV. Like, because you know how I feel about Thursday Night Football? Sure. Yeah, it's it's worse than this current heat wave. Sung J.M. currently sits at two over. There you go. But USA is just the like... The pride of somewhere. Yeah, well, everyone is. But they're following Phil Mickelson around with like a drone. Like, they're not missing a single Phil shot, and he's he's playing like crap. Where's he on the leaderboard? Is Phil Mickelson? Yeah. Are you confused? McElroy off to a good start. He's from Chingjongju, South Korea. Not Phil Mickelson. Phil Mickelson is not in the U.S. Open, dog. Yes, he is. He's barred. I don't think so. He has to be playing. He's been in the news all week. For other reasons. Yeah, he's playing right here. Why are you saying he's not playing? I have him right here. I just saw him on the TV. I don't understand your logic. Really? Why are you saying really like I'm breaking news to you? Quite curious. I thought he was barred from the PGA Tour. Well, but these are different. Because it's open. Yeah. To anybody. You need me to explain to you how all this works? The most yes, obviously. sports story in the history of the last two weeks? He is choking so bad. He's doing insanely bad, and every moment of it I'm seeing on the television. They're not sparing. I'm telling you, the PGA is making NBC slash They Own USA. Like, make sure all of his failures are in ultra 4K HD. Brookline? Cool. Way below the cut line? Phil. Oof. Seven over through 14. He had 14 putts through six holes, Michael, and you're like, yeah, I usually do that. That's right, you do. That's not U.S. Open level caliber. So you're saying Phil Mickelson isn't living up to expectations, Fred? Is that what you're saying? Is the PGA going to pair him with Roy McIlroy and I can actually see? A stabbing? Yes. <laughs> also, Roy, who's out in front right now, three under. No, somebody just passed him. Oh, that Hadwin cap. Canadian. But McElroy is three under. The PGA is going to make sure he wins this thing. Bet. He just got one last week. As much as I know the Celtics are going to win tonight, I know that Roy McElroy is going to win this one. He's going to win everyone until the live is dead. Live is going to be just fine. You just print money in Saudi Arabia. That beard is awful long right now on Phil, too. Big old heel turn here. Mm-hmm. He joined the NWO and then came back to WCW, and now he's flaunting the red and black. Like, he is as bad of a dude as they come right now. Mark Chestnut's in this thing. <laughs> it's not too hot for golf. <laughs> in Nantucket. Where are they? 
I told you, they're in Massachusetts. In Massachusetts, which is not like a big place, that's like a little place, mm-hmm. they got a lot going on. I'm not a big Boston guy, except for Craig, friend of the show Craig, who, by the way, happy birthday tomorrow. But there's a lot of sports in Boston. The country club is where they're at, which is in Chestnut Hill, which I assume is just Boston. Mark Chestnut Hill. Mark Chestnut Hill. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. That's why he got the invitation. You know all those – yeah, it's right outside Boston. You know how all these East Coast – cities are really everything up to the mississippi river we're like if you start right now in boston and just start driving you're going to be in a city the entire length of the drive until you get to the mississippi river yeah they they allow for like 17 18 trees right on the outskirts of town and then boom another town right on the other side of those trees and when you see those trees driving from boston to mississippi that's when you go west virginia <laughs> mountain mama and then that's it that's the rest of the trip because there's no more trees, you're in you're in Louisville by then. You're you're halfway to where we were going, which is the Mississippi River. In this hypothetical, Red Sox are losers. Celtics will not be losers. They're going to win big tonight, like super big, like going away big. They're going to get every call. They're going to get every bounce. Tatum's going to have a bounce back game. Mickelson's plus seven. <laughs> <laughs> Miss it. Miss it. Lefty, lefties, what is that, like 15-footer? Oh, and he hits he, all parts of it, rims it all the way around. It was more bedroom action than golf course action, and he got that one down. What a loser. But also, I'm pro-labor. Yeah. So I, I'm really up in the air about this. We, we loosely talked about it yesterday as well with – WWE wrestling, how I'm super anti Vince McMahon now that there's weird stuff going on, but I'm still pro the performer. Like you know that you hate the Houston Astros organization, but you still love the cheating players. Actually, that one doesn't make sense. No, I love both of them. Yeah, I'm completely <laughs> indifferent to their acts. I'm not going to fault them for trying hard. No, 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 no. They didn't try hard. They cheated. Yeah, they tried really hard. They cheated uh, better than every other team. Is that how you feel about Lance Armstrong? Who cheated better than all the other cheaters? Up until the point where one guy that was cheating just as well. And that's how you get caught. You don't get caught from someone looking for cheaters. Yeah. You get caught from another cheater who can't cheat as well, so they blow the cheating whistle on you. And I have extra respect for Lance Armstrong because he won all those Tour de France's with only one testicle. Yeah, but he offset what that does to your body. Oh, how? Medically, by cheating. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like everyone else. Who is everyone else? Every single cyclist Literally on the tour was also cheating. He's just better. They all dope. They, they're all dopes. You're right. Hey, if you're a Boston fan today of sports, if you're Craig, you got to be like super doped. When does golf start? Like real early in the morning. When's this finals game going to end? Like midnight on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. That's a full, full day. You got to pace yourself. You'll be passed out by four o'clock if you do it like we do. What time's the puck drop for the Bruins? <laughs> next season. Oh, next <laughs> yeah, next fall. Are the the Patriots in on this one or not? They don't have anything. This is the most boring part of the NFL season. I think it's all exciting. 
The offseason? NFL does it better than anybody, just wrapping a whole calendar year. Part of the NFL's schedule is they let you know that Madden's about to come out. Like, that's how well they do it. You're like free agent. peace. OT- what? John Madden or the game? Yeah, John Madden. Okay. There's more games. He's on the cover this year. It's pretty cool. Kind of fitting. It's a good move. I like it. Breaking the Madden curse. Do you immediately next year put Tom Brady as the broadcaster in Madden and get rid of whoever's in there currently? Depends on the contract, I'd say. Yeah, right. Yeah. If they got a, who's that, Tony Romo? Who's calling play-by-play in Madden? Madden, I'm, I'll look it up. Pat Summerall, probably, right? I don't think so. <laughs> it is a guy named Brandon Godden, no clue. Used to be Pat Summerall. Is tra- his name's Godden, or you're saying Garden like you're from Boston? Godden. Yeah, yeah, which one? Yeah. Okay. And then... Charles Davis is the big one. That's the one you would know. Do I? Charles Davis, the fullback for the Panthers? Uh, I don't think that part is true, but I know he's on CBS. He's super iconic looking. Oh, yeah, I know that guy. Yeah, he does a good job. He does do a good job. So I would get rid of him immediately, and I would put Tom Brady on there. He's a defensive back. Was so that's the thing too with football players. I feel like it's like with every profession, like because once you move from one profession to another, like how do you identify? So if you go to Charles Davis, you're like, "Hey Charles, what do you do?" He's like, "I was a defensive back." No, no, you're you're a broadcaster. You're a broadcaster actively. Actively, you're an ex player. Like when does that? You're a previous player. Does that ever transition out for you mentally though? Let's break that down when we get back. I like that. Two minutes for Strahan. All right, well, Strahan was never a football player. He just used the platform to propel himself to Dentistry. megalomania stardom. <laughs> Name a bigger celebrity on this whole planet besides The Rock. Um, The Rock. It just said beside The Rock. I literally said that. He also used football for the same reason. There's a formula here. Sucks I got bad knees. You and Robert Williams. <laughs> Two men on 95.9 Open leaderboard all day long. Currently, 103 degrees out there. It's a lot. That's so crazy. It's 100 right here, right now in Albuquerque. Is it? And, like, I'm a swamp cooler guy. Have we had this talk? Sure. I like a swamp cooler. Same. I like the humidity. Mm -hmm. I like the movement of the air. Yeah. But... It really only gets your house down like what? Like 20 degrees maybe? 15 in my house. Yeah. So it's still like 80 degrees. Maybe 18 on a good day. I can't be doing calisthenics in there. Got to go to the YMCA Central New Mexico for that. I don't know why they still have them. I don't think they work. What? I've, I've had them for years. Michael. Swamp cooler. You only need them for like six weeks. What do you mean? Like I haven't even turned mine on yet. I'm going to turn mine on Sunday or Monday, I think. Mine is super on. Yeah? On it, high even? No. I, I keep mine on, on low. And then at night, I turn the water part off, and it's just the blower. It's nice. Also, 505-246-0610. I've been here five years now. But if you have swamp cooler like tips, I'll take them. Because I feel like I don't max. Like, you know it's important to me to min-max everything? Sure. I don't feel like I max my swamp cooler experience. I got a tip for you. Uh-huh. If you're having people over... I feel bad for you, son. And it's during the day. 
<laughs> Dump a bag of ice up there. Like 30 minutes before your friends and family come over. Dump a bag of ice into your swamp cooler. Let that sucker run for a couple hours. Yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean, that's actually a pretty good one. Yeah. Yeah. Not dry ice, but regular. <laughs> Just start pumping smoke in here. <laughs> Is this a Cypress Hill concert? That's sweet. No. Uh, your favorite golfer in the world, Lefty Phil Mickelson, is plus seven. <clears throat> he is nowhere close to my favorite golfer. Even before backing the Saudi regime. Adam Hadwin, currently sitting at number one at four under. He's 34 years old. I'm a big Will Zalatorius guy. You do say that often. Yeah. I call him the man in the boat. Noah? Mm-mm. Okay. You probably couldn't find him. What does that mean? <laughs> Not going into it here. Isaiah Thomas, who you're familiar with, he said, as far as for in reference to Robert Williams playing basketball tonight for the Celtics, Robert Williams said he was told playing through the injury won't make his knee any worse. Okay. And Isaiah Thomas says, quote, heard that before. Who, po- <laughs> Who told him that? You know it's the Boston whatevers. So the Celtics... Well, playing on an injured knee won't make it worse? That's the, what they were... It's like your grandpa's doctor tell, tell him that? Like, what's going on here? He goes on to tell a story about... Because you know Isaiah Thomas was the Boston Celtics point guard. Correct. He wanted to keep playing in the Easter Conference Finals, but team doctors and officials convinced Correct. him he needed to shut it down for the season for his long-term health. And it was like, he goes on to say, like, hey, multiple people came in, and we were talking to him about what's more important. And the Celtics were then eliminated by the Cavaliers, obviously, because that's the way it worked, whenever he was playing. And then Isaiah Thomas was eliminated from his career. Yeah. This is the second Isaiah Thomas, not the other one. Yeah, the uninjured one. Yeah. So, here's the thing with Robert Williams. Because Robert Williams, no offense to Robert Williams and the Robert Williams fan base that exists, Robert Williams ain't it. He is a huge part of what the Celtics do. The plus minus is insane when Robert Williams isn't on the floor. He keeps the Celtics in check, and he's a very important part of the Celtics game plan and of the Celtics defense. He's not a game changer on offense. But the Warriors have a much easier time if he's hobbling and or not playing. I'm the guy who thinks at this level, a one-legged, very good player at the NBA level, not as valuable as a two-legged, good player. And every player is good or better at this level. I I have still yet to see a one-legged player in the NBA. Is there a guy I don't know about? Robert Williams, he plays for the Cavaliers, or excuse me, the Celtics. How have I watched all this basketball and never noticed a guy with one leg? Kurt Gibson. One one good leg. One good leg. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's way different. There's a one-arm guy who's really good at basketball. I see him on Instagram all the time. I know exactly what you're talking about, but I don't know his name. Plays like a junior college or something. Same nickname as Phil Mickelson. Lefty. 
I doubt that's true. The greatest athlete I ever saw all-time pitch for the New York Yankees, he only had one hand. It's not even close. Mm-hmm. It's through a no-hitter. Or did he get two? Oh, I would Jim have, Abbott get two? I know he got I'd the have, one. I'd have to Google that. I think he got the one. Yeah, yeah, just the one. Why are you saying just the one? He only has one hand. You got one no-hitter for each hand. I can count as all the one no-hitters I got on one hand, said Jim Abbott. Quote. What are you, up to five? He could have had up to four more, technically. He, the way he would pitch the ball and then like quickly put the glove on the hand, and then if he had to field the ball, quickly remove the ball from the hand of the glove to the hand that was in the glove. Are you kidding me? He was he was the the tail end of his career was the beginning of interleague play. Yeah. And he's had multiple at bats. He has two career hits. Are you messing with me? No, Jim Abbott has more career hits than he has hands. That's a true fact. Yeah, but they were just piping him in there, right? Look it up. They're just piping him in there. I would doubt that. There's a trivia. Who's the first pitcher to ever give up a single to single-handed Jim Abbott? I wonder if they were both doubles. That'd be sweet. <laughs> the Yankees, by the way, 13 in a row at home. You kidding me? Are you kidding me? 46 and 16, are you kidding me? The Yankees plus-minus run differential? Mm-hmm is triple the next best team. Michael, they could play 500 ball for the rest of the year. Off the top of my head, that's 96 and 66. (laughs) (laughs) The crap. Is Aaron Judge MVP at this point? Yes. Sure. Yeah, easy. Yeah, duh. Yeah. Hey, he's MVP of the World Series. He's MVP of the... Uh, championship, the divisional, and the wild card, which they don't have to play in. Just give him the home run derby, too. Duh, I think he already won the home run derby. You know, what's tonight? Third third no-hitter in a row? He's going to break that up tonight somehow and win the game. Hey, poor Tyler Anderson last night. Almost no-hit the crosstown rivals. And the only good situation in the history of baseball since Babe Ruth (laughs) that it's okay to give up your no-hitter to a pitcher is Shohei Otani. Yeah. He's like, oh, I lost my no-hitter to a pitcher with two outs in the ninth. I don't think he was pitching at that point. No, he was not. Okay. But he's still a pitcher. He is. Which one is he first, though? We just had this conversation. Hello, my name's Shohei Otani. Or, sorry, Kenichiwa, my name is Shohei Otani. <laughs> I'm a major league fill-in-the-blank. I think he just says player, right? Just both are. Nice. Two-way. Yeah. Go both ways, dog. Speaking of two-way, two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. More radio. FIFA World Cup. So FIFA... Announces the 2026 World Cup. 2026 is when the NBA Finals will be over and when Deshaun Watson no longer has any legal troubles. 
Four years isn't that long. Says who? Me just now. You remember the Trump administration? I've done four years ten times already. It's not that impressive. Compared to who? Rip Van Winkle? Vital's done it six times. <laughs> Allegedly. Host cities include Vancouver, Los Angeles, San Francisco, Seattle, Kansas City, Dallas, Atlanta, Houston, Boston, Philadelphia, Miami, New York. And then for some reason, Guadalajara, Monterey, Mexico City, and Toronto. And Vancouver. Oh, Vancouver's in there too? Yeah. I thought it was Vancouver, Washington. That one stood out because of the name. I don't get it. My name is Van. All right. That's a stupid thing. Usually is with me. So the World Cup is not the World Cup anymore? It's just only right here? Well, I thought it was only a country that hosted it. I was uh, assuming that the United States won the bidding, but North America won the bidding. Yeah, Canada, Mexico, and the U.S. of A. So when I heard America won it, I was like, Hell yeah, brother. USA. We did it again. And that that I'm the same way. Where if you say America, I think United States. You forget there's like multiple Americas. I'm not talking about Nova Scotia now. There's a north one, there's a south one, there's other countries in North America. I keep forgetting. There are some places that aren't even countries in North America. There's like territories. Sure. And you're like, what? Talking Samoa? Just become no well, hold up. That's way out there. Uh, it's called American Samoa. Are you calling Hawaii North America? They don't America? get to host any soccer. I would say Hawaii is not North America. It's West America. Or East Asia. <laughs> way East Asia. I think it's its own Pacific deal. Pacific America. Yeah. It's the volcanic Americas, really. I like that. Yeah. That's a good one. All right, so w- one quick question. Does Norway have to come here and play in the heat of Houston? I believe they do. Huge advantage. Is Kansas City in the Midwest? Yeah, it's in Missouri. Yeah. Yeah. Missouri, Kansas City, Missouri is Midwestern. Okay. Have you ever been in one of these cities whenever this is going on? I don't think so. It's crazy. Like, I was in Kansas City... During the last World Cup qualifier when the USA played Jamaica and Brazil. Lord of mercy. Brazil came to the U.S. Did they go to Kansas City? I wasn't at that one. No. Oh. <laughs> cool so, story. So when Jamaica came, Van, twenty to 22,000, I don't know how many people, a lot of people mm-hmm. at Sporting KC, and it was only United States of America garb, and it was – as many flags as you've ever seen in a place. And this was still during the Obama years. So that wasn't weird. Like there weren't yeah, there wasn't yeah. like a huge police presence. It was like a threat of terrorism. Right. Yeah. Getting loose USA chants. And um like I know this one doesn't make a ton of sense, but like Bruce Springsteen stuff. Mm. And like there was a lot of just like Some Lee Greenwood. Yeah. What's the one after 9-11 that got real big about being proud to be an American? That one. That's Lee Lee Greenwood, isn't it? Is it? Oh, okay. I didn't know the same. I thought mine was like Toby Keith. Let me make sure. 
We need to pick one of these. Right again. I was right about Lee Greenwood. I was right about Mark Chestnut. You're doing it. I'm on fire. We need to pick one of these cities to go to for a World Cup qualifier. Correct. Now, of this list that we just gave. In four years. In four years. Yeah. Give us plenty of prep. Right. If we're going to be on the road with Chisholm Trail RV, we need to start planning now. Yep. To me, the obvious one is Mexico City. Oh, God, I love me some. Have you been? Yes. I've never been. So good. Let's do that. Because no offense to Atlanta, but I'm cool. Also, in four years, I guess Hold on. Stacey Abrams could be the president by then. So maybe that would be cool. It would be the best one. Yeah. I haven't spent significant time in Atlanta. I heard it's a absolutely lovely city. It's a banger city. Yeah. There's a lot going on. So there's some stuff standing out here. And we might want to get to the bottom of this after the break. Oh, the bottom of this at the top of this? Yeah. Chicago got gypped. Chicago, hey, they don't want the smoke. More more than we thought we would give you a FIFA breakdown on an NBA Finals Thursday. Also, who's at the top of the leaderboard, Van? Hadwin? Uh, Hadwin still. All right, he's about to lose that to uh, old McElroy. McElroy bringing up the rear. Um, McElroy's done for the day, though. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Crickets on the social media from Chicago Fire FC. As you pointed out, Van, you think Chicago might be the snub in this FIFA World Cup cities. Welcome to the car. Welcome to quitting time. One hour and 15 minutes of the program left before we hand this thing over to Ice Baseball. But why, though? There's a lot of smoke alongside this fire. Historically, Chicago is called the second city, right? And then became the third city. Sure. And then now the fourth city. I would say right now it's the fourth city. It's I would the agree. Fourth city. It's but our, still it might be the fifth city. I might put Phoenix above it. It's getting Houston. close. Houston's pretty big. Well, Houston's too. the third <laughs> yeah. city. Everyone Houston's knows the third one. now. I don't even have to bring that up. I just San Diego. No, what? But I what? Just name cities. In like quality of life, San Diego's up there. But we're just talking about size. I think it's number one, New York. Number two, L.A. Correct. Number three, Houston. Correct. Number four, Phoenix. No, four, Chicago, Number five. Number five, Chicago. Nope. All right. Four, Chicago, five, Phoenix, okay. six, Philadelphia. All right. Oh, so you're, so you're using surrounding Sh- metro. Yeah. Chicago is obviously the biggest snub. Fourth, third biggest city, fourth biggest area in the country. Rich history. You think of Chicago when you think of the United States of America. One of the first cities anyone will name. Why did they get snubbed? It's not like there is another city that close. All right, so according to this, Houston's not even in the mix if you count the metro. The metro yeah. is six million people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chicago, like Naperville, Elgin, that's more like 10. So, like New York, New Jersey metro? You're talking like 20 million people. Right. L.A., Long Beach, Anaheim, 13 million people. Sure. Chicago, Naperville, Elgin, nine and a half. 
No. Just wa- casting a wider net there with Chicago. Well, I don't think so. How far are you going to stretch out? Dallas, Fort Worth, Arlington. Stretches all the way to Iowa. Seven and a half. I would agree with that. It's not until Field of Dreams that City stop. Okay, even proving my point even more. You are proving the point. Call it. Let's call it the third city again. <laughs> it's now the third city again. It's back to being the third city after this three-minute and counting discussion. How does Boston get a bid? Because it's not a big soccer town per se, and uh, traditionally speaking. But uh, Robert Kraft, from what I read, he had a lot to do with them getting off the bubble and getting in. Now, I'll tell you what I see here, boys. A lot of money about to be spent. Yes. Under the table. What? Michael. Well, under the table they first. They do the other World, World Cup <laughs> countries that are successful. <clears throat> Corrupt. You're so hey. You're a lot so of people, are, a lot of people around the world are about to find out how giant the United States of America is. Oh, it's huge! Like, especially when you add Canada and Mexico to this mother. It's not like when Europe hosted the World Cup and like it's thirty minutes from London to Berlin. Like you just drive thirty minutes from Spain and you're in France. It's like you got to traverse. Multiple mountain ranges. Well, in airports, like what you're talking about is like you just hop on the trolley over in Europe. You just grab a bike. Yeah, less the United Kingdom because of poor decisions. Two-hour bike ride to Denmark. Well, for 35 <laughs> hours, it'll take you from UK all the way to Russia. What? No, you can't leave the UK now. That's part of their rules. <laughs> it's like, what? On Eurorail. You used they, to be able to do that. They missed out on $31 billion because of Brexit last year. Do you see that? Yeah. Dumb, crazy. Everyone in the world tried to tell them, except for their own politicians. Mm -hmm. Sounds familiar. What are you talking about? I don't know. Fifth city, Phoenix, snubbed, snubbed, snubbed. You know who loves soccer? Phoenix and feast and Phoenix adjacent areas. Phoenicians. (laughs) I get it. I get why. Because it's going to be a friggin' hundred and twenty in June. In Phoenix, you don't want like too many people to die. Like that's the real gauntlet for the 2026 World Cup. Body is count. how many teams die in Phoenix? Nope, they got snubbed. No soccer for Phoenix. Is Miami on the list? Or Miami is 100 percent on the list. Good for them. Miami's gonna kill. They're gonna kill. Yeah. You know who's not on the list? You know what's a bigger metro than a lot of people talk about? Detroit. Detroit. Because Detroit can, isn't on the list for the same reason I'm assuming Chicago's not on the list. Well, fear. <laughs> Just straight fear. Detroit doesn't come off as being a soccer town, though. Hey, Hockey town, yeah. Detroit FC goes hard. So there's a lot of snubs here, but you know what the real snub is? The whole southwestern mountain part of the United States of America. Do you guys count Toronto as part of Detroit? Like metro? Basically. Yeah, basically. Basically. Okay. All right, so never mind. I take my I retract yeah. my Detroit. Yeah. Point. Why not? You're welcome, Detroit. You're back in this. Detroit stand up. What's that imitation city in Canada that's south of Detroit, but it's not the Mississippi River? Oh, right, 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 right. right. Uh Mississauga, what is it? You know what I'm talking about. I do know what you're talking about. I can't conjure the name. Mississauga. Mississauga. Yeah, Mississauga. Yeah, missing me with that city. Yeah. That's like when you didn't watch episode five of Star Wars. Ah, missed a saga. You missed a saga there. Yeah. 
So I guess the World Soccer Organization here, FIFA, is just like screw the Southwestern United States. No Denver. That's how I feel. No I Phoenix. Denver would get no it. Salt Lake. No Albuquerque. Also, and Michael kind of made a point. Like, where's the San Diego Chula Vista? Like Carlsbad. Like, where's that area? Carlsbad, I think California. Too much Cali already. Got L.A. and San Fran. They got to spread them out. Also, as far as Metro goes, St. Louis, my hometown, is about a hair's thin smaller than Detroit. I mean, right. excuse me, Denver. If it's got a rich soccer tradition. It's got a huge soccer tradition. Yeah, big time. Here's why. The, I Kansas, think there's no way. Kansas City's better. Yeah. It's just better. Yeah. It's smaller, but the amenities are that much better. Even St. Louis, the proverbial city, the uh, anamorphized city, St. Louis, the cartoon would say, yeah, 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 we get it. Yeah, yeah, Kansas City's better. You're right. Good job, FIFA. Only at soccer, though, right? Yeah, yeah, sure, 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 sure. <laughs> yeah, the, that tracks. Florida only got one. Cali got two. Texas got two. Florida only got one. When you say Texas got two, are you counting Monterey? Dallas and Houston. I'm going to count Monterey as three. I feel like that's very close to Texas. Not particularly. Oh, I thought it was. You're thinking of Juarez? I don't think I am. Because <clears throat> I feel like if you're in Texas already and you're like very familiar with Texas, which I guess if you're in Texas, like we are in New Mexico, you're very – no, Monterey's like right there by Texas. It's pretty equidistant in between Mexico City and Texas. Now that I say that out loud, I don't know that to be true. The point I'm trying to get to you is, if you're going to make a deal out of it, like if you're like a San Antonio guy or an Austin guy, it's just as easy to go to Monterey as it is to go to Dallas or Houston. Specifically, if you're like a San Antonio guy. If you're San Antonio, yeah, you're right. And a lot of dudes live in San Antonio. And that's, I'm not necessarily saying I'm trying to go to where the Whataburger is if I can take like a fun <laughs> family trip sure. south of the border. And there's a handful of times when Mexico's not going to want tourists to get killed. This is one of them. It's a big one. they got four years to figure it out. Now, awful, in, awful. also, infrastructure is a huge deal in this deal. Because what I don't want is these cities building crap that they ain't going to need. Okay, FIFA's like, no Chicago, no Detroit. Let's give Mexico three. In the two most southern plausible cities in Canada. Mm-hmm. The most American ones, too. Yeah. Those are also the film ones, too. So you know you're going to come out with a lot of cool soccer, like documentary movie things. Because hey, Toronto and Vancouver just pumps out movies. And look, we were, we were talking like the big snubs, the obvious snubs. Chicago, Phoenix, uh, Denver. What about the nation's capital? Don't you want people around the world to visit your capital? I don't think you do in the current climate. Because it's too hot? That kind of climate? Windsor is directly across from Detroit. Toronto's closer to Buffalo. No one here is recognizing Buffalo as significant as Detroit. That's from the live chat. Nice. Also, the live chat, there's a vicious fight about Red Sox and Yankees. And I'm... 
like we don't often enough do the varsity of sports rivalries, but Red Sox and Yankees fans will find a reason to fight anywhere, anytime. They do not care about like the health and safety of others. They they very much care about the fight. Mm. The texter very pro Trump right now, so I'm not sure what jokes we said. But I don't remember the World Cup coming here when Trump was. <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> nice. Got to get the branding. We got to grab one, Michael. Let's grab one. 15 short minutes from Josh Sushan. Talk a little NFL when we get back. Put the rest of the program on the NBA Finals tonight. It's going to be a good one. We're two men on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. Starter days at the YNCA of Central Mexico. Spent last night over at Hollow Spears. Did a little watch party for the United. Big win. 2-1 for the boys. Beat yeah, up on the, o- the Oakland Ratchet. Whatever. They totally had it coming. New Mexico's vodka is Teller Vodka. That's how I'm going to bring it my Sunday, Michael. You know, I'm going to celebrate Juneteenth on Sunday. We do have a little Teller Vodka. That's my plan, New Mexico's Vodka. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Welcome back to the program. Texture is going crazy, Michael. You don't like the cities that are going to be taking part in the World Cup? Exactly that. Well, according to the Texture. Chicago. According to the texter, um, there's a way to make the World Cup great again, but we just need the right leadership. Hmm. Jadavian Clowney admitted today that he's in Cleveland, which, by the way, breaking news, apparently Jadavian Clowney's plays for the Cleveland Browns, so there you go. I recall the signing. Because Deshaun Watson is there. He added he'd probably be a Falcon if Deshaun Watson ended up in Atlanta. What? Was Deshaun Watson supposed to go to Atlanta? Yeah, there were whispers of him going to Atlanta, and that's why Matt Ryan wanted out of Atlanta because they were willing to trade for him. There's a lot of disgusting hills to die on. This is one. Like, this, what are we doing here, Jadavian? Jadavian, who, by the way, he's got multiple contracts off of one tackle he made in college. <laughs> he don't do nothing. That's, uh, what do you call it, potential energy? A lot of potential energy. Who was the other kid that played for the Texans? Mario Williams? Mm-hmm. He wasn't even that guy. A lot of strikeouts there. <clears throat> like, kind of real bad, too. And I've told you this before a lot. Defensive ends, defensive tackles, linebackers. They're good outside of day one. Day one, though, don't mess with them. You let them develop? Is that what you're saying? No, of the draft. Oh, day one of the draft. Yeah, don't get those guys. Get skill players I think and, and get tackles for the offensive line. Pass rushers are the third most important position. Quarterback number one, offensive tackle number two, defensive end number three, wide receiver number four. Mm, I think that list is bad. I think it's this way. I think it's number one quarterback, obviously. Okay. Number two wide receiver. Mm. Number three. Can't, that, throw, can't throw to your wide receivers without protection. Yes, you can. Okay. Tell that to Derek Carr's brother. Who's Derek Carr's brother? David? David Carr. Well, that's the problem. Not David Carl. The Texans were, de- David Carr. were drafted Mario Williams and Jadavian Clowney instead of tackles. 
Like, he'd have been set. And also this, it's this order. Quarterbacks, wide receivers, like the guy and employee valet that parks the cars when the players show up. Who parks the quarterbacks and wide receivers' car? Yeah, okay. have them. <laughs> Laundry service. Who's monitoring drip? Is there someone monitoring drip coming who, off wide receivers and quarterbacks? Who does the team's Instagram account? Yeah, that. Okay. That we get a lot of features of. But Jadavion Clowney is like, listen, I'm so in love with Deshaun Watson. I love him so damn much. That is the worst hill to die on. It's so dumb. Especially now that Clowney has to go out there and play football with the Cleveland Browns where Deshaun Watson gets to sit at home and, and keep getting sued. Yeah, and then Jadavion Clowney said, oh, did I say Deshaun? I meant Brissette. I, I meant <laughs> Baker. Is he traded yet? I haven't seen any breaking uh, news. Somebody check the ticker. I got you. He's got to go in the next couple days. Hey, from the texter, let's go, Baker. Oh, shoot, never mind. That was let's go, Brandon. That's different. Oh, yeah. Okay. A little coded language there. Hey, by the way, coded language to me is the lamest thing of all time. Stand up for something? Yeah, if you're going to say, say something, say that thing. Yeah. It's not clever. It's not cute. You run into that one a lot, too, especially when you're talking about the NFL. You hear the phrase thug. Mm. We know you don't mean thug. Yeah. We know that. Yeah. Coded language to me is for cowards. Sure. When you say thug. We know what you mean. You mean something that rhymes with quicker. Rogers is real good at the cryptic messages. Oh, yeah. Who is? Your boyfriend, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He do He's also known as lying when he does it. He lies. The liar. He's a nut job. God, I love him, though. Just so handsome and talented and fun and funny. I've known you for years now. Uh-huh. You go for the crazy ones. This is not that weird to me. Fandom, dating life, movies, music, producers. <laughs> <laughs> he was a, was he the first overall pick, Jadavian Clowney? He was. Mm-hmm. And now he's like, I'm just here to get paid. What? And get massages. What? <laughs> Jadavian. Figure it out. Also, you st- like you get the password to Jadavian Clowney's Instagram? Because you know how like, boys are. They don't like develop these techniques by themselves. You, right. don't, you don't just go down one weird wormhole. You start buying Bitcoin? You try to get one of your buddies to buy Bitcoin, too. Sure. By the way, Elon Musk today, $258 billion lawsuit over Dogecoin, one Saturday Night Live appearance, and... He made a killing. He helped me make a killing. By the way, making a killing, that is not what all these clever NFL, NBA, and MLB players said when it will take part of our salary, if not all of our salary in Bitcoin of all the hype and the guys who did do that and this is like bitcoin is like any financial institute there's gonna be a couple big fish at the top they get a lot bigger there's gonna be a bunch of little fish at the bottom that end up dead on the ocean floor when lebron took percents of companies that's how he got into owning the red sox was he took a percent of fenway sports you're familiar with all this sure you know why that's better than Bitcoin? Because that's an actual thing. 
You know what Fenway Sports has? Offices with equipment in them. You know what Bitcoin has? Elon Musk playing you for a fool, you zealot fandom weirdos. Well, Bitcoin's the good one of all of them. <laughs> Bitcoin and Ethereum. No, they're not. The, there is no good one. There's no faith in this stuff. There's three guys at the top making off. And a couple guys in the middle do okay. And everyone else is a pyramid scheme. Well, if you invest real tangible currency, which how real and tangible is it? Let's be honest. Are we talking about the gold standard? Yeah. Don't exist? Fiat currency systems that we're going with here. If you just, it's a, Dogecoin started as a joke on Reddit. And then it catapulted itself up as a joke. You should have known that along the way. The yeah. joke is on you. The I like penny stocks. Well, sure. All right, penny stocks are very real. I saw Wolf of Wall Street. The companies are <laughs> the companies are real. Like they're real tangible companies with employees. They sell their stocks for a penny, and it's even not even a penny. It's like a fraction of a penny. I saw Wolf of Wall Street, and I was like, "Yeah, I can get into the stock market." Riley Cooper saw Wolf of Wall Street. He's like, "Yeah, I can get into cocaine." It's like two different two different films to people. Also, what's up with all these players supporting Deshaun Watson? I'm being serious in that one. As little as I understand Bitcoin, that's how little I understand all these players like being like, yeah, he's a good dude. Dude just loves massages. I think this is going to show me how many not good dudes there are in the NFL. Hey, you met Warren Moon. Never meet your heroes. Yeah, that one hurt. Um, It's just like a, a, a dichotomy of society, right? Because I bet if you... People who we were referencing earlier, talking about thugs yeah. in these leagues, the crime rate, the crime proportionality of these leagues is very reflective of society in a whole. As a whole, excuse me, not in a whole. That'd be weird. Mm-hmm. So the crimes you're seeing committed on this scale is pretty reflective of the same socionomic class crime you extrapolate it across a whole population and there's going to still going to be the same amount of jerks. There's going to be the same amount of people who are indifferent to this behavior. There's going to be the same amount of people who don't believe women. And he just fits in that one category. It was like, Deshaun Watson's my dude. He's going to help us win a Super Bowl. Whatever. I don't care what happens off the field. Well, I think you might have just hit like a fun point on the head, which is not fun because it's serious, but using like Baker Mayfield as an example, if he shows up to OTAs in a shirt that just says "Believe Women," is that what the Brown is that when the Browns cut him? Like, does he need to be the guy that's like, "I'm not trying to be in the quarterback room with this dude"? Sure, that's what's best for Baker Mayfield, right? Or is that a thing where they're like, "Hey, now we have something to go"? Is the NFLPA telling him not to do that? I'm assuming they are, right? I'm assuming his legal team or his marketing team is saying, "Hey." You should probably keep hush-hush on this one. If Baker Mayfield right now, just like the Boz, came out with a T-shirt, Brian Bosworth, the Boz, I got you. came out with a T-shirt that said, believe women or whatever, and right. 100% of these donate proceeds go to something or something or something, yes. that is vetted by the Buffalo Bills fan base, then I would buy that T-shirt. Sure. And that money would go towards that. Same. And Baker Mayfield would go from where he's at to me, which is like a top 25 quarterback in the world, between top 25 and 30 quarterback in the world. 
In between 15 and 22. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> to, I don't know, top 10 in my book? Because right now, Jadavion Clowney, he's at the very bottom of my book. He's on the back page. But Baker Mayfield, who might miss out on, what was the number? 18 million? 18.5 or something? Might miss out on one time, but he's going to get 20. From who? San Francisco? They got a garbage quarterback. Two two of them. <laughs> Miami? Carolina? How he's not in a Panthers uniform already blows my mind. Either of the New York teams would kill to have a dude with the drip of Baker Mayfield. Giants? Mayfield should be on the Giants. Yeah. Mayfield should be on the Seahawks. Mayfield should be on the Panthers. Perfect fit, all three of those situations. Kansas City needs a quarterback. Send him to the Chiefs. Because uh, Mahomes is such a loser in your book. Dude's garbage. Now that Hill's gone, he's just going to crumble. Josh Sushan, whenever we get back, we're going to talk baseball. Finally. We're talking baseball. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Welcome to the program, Josh Sushan. How are you? Josh, you with us? Yeah, I hear you loud and clear. Hey, hey, how you doing, brother? I don't know if I'm talking. Oh, hold on, Michael's yelling. Michael's yelling at me. Hold on. All right, hold on. So Michael's really coming at me right now. We're going. We might have to take a commercial break. Do we got it all figured out, Mike? Is everything okay? <laughs> okay. Okay. Josh, welcome to the program. Regardless of the technical difficulties, everything is all right. How are you, friend? I'm fantastic. I mean, eight home runs yesterday. Pretty good. That's a pretty good day. Pretty good little day. The boys, boys are trying to extend that win streak. What's going on with that? Well, I think it's all the karma that you guys have provided. That's what I'm telling you. Keep giving us to us. Keep giving us this drip. You know, you keep saying like, "Hey, six game sweep coming up, and it's going to happen one of these days. Maybe this week." We keep getting, we keep getting closer and closer every time we say it. It goes from a split to a four game. Now this week's going to be a five game. Next week will be a six game, no doubt. Why not? Why not this week? Yes, thank why you. Why not be next week? That's how I feel. Because hey, baby steps, Josh. Baby steps. Zach Neal is on the bump tonight. He wins games, so we got that going for us. Obviously, the boys don't lose on the weekend. And what is after tonight? The weekend. Everybody's working for it. These are all hundred percent. <laughs> these are all facts. <laughs> Tw- eight dongs, twenty runs last night. Did the boys look tired? They look fatigued from running left. Yeah. Hold, hold on a quick second. Am I talking to you over the headset or on the phone? The phone. I want to put one of them down. This is the phone. Okay. All right. I'm putting the headphones down. Okay. <laughs> so um, were they tired today? Um, I, I'm tired. Um, <laughs> my voice was definitely a little tired. You Actually, you know what? I'm literally tired. You know what? I shagged in uh, early batting practice today. Nice. Um, oh, just so get the blood fun. flowing. Yeah. Um. Here's the thing. Whenever people are like, oh, baseball players, all they do is they just stand around. Um, yeah, and then you sprint as fast as you can to try to get a ball that's hit really, really hard at you in 5,200 feet altitude when it's 97 degrees out. That's not easy. I mean, this it actually is a really good perspective. I know, like, I'm bragging, like, oh, I got to shag batting practice today. But it actually is a really good perspective to be on the field and realize just how talented these guys are and just how fast it comes off the bat. Like, DJ Peterson's at the plate, and it's a fly ball, and you feel like you got a, a, like a beat on it, 
and then it's just almost like there's a jet that's connected to the baseball, and then it just goes up further, and then you, and then, and then there's like a second jet from like the space shuttle that takes off, and the next thing you know, it's hitting the top of the scoreboard, and you're like, wait a minute, I actually thought I had a chance to catch that ball when, yeah. it, when it was initially hit, <laughs> you know, and then there's like a line drive that's hit right at you, and you and you think like, okay, I got this, and the next thing you know, it just boom, it just takes off and it's over your head and it's off the wall. I mean. <laughs> These guys are so good, and they make it look so easy. And, you know, look, last night they made it look easy with eight home runs, and it's not. But um, but it was a fun night, you know, and especially considering they were down 6-1 to one at one point, and they won it 20-8. to eight. It was 20. a fun night. So how did uh, how did Sean Bouchard look in batting practice today? Well, he was in Denver today. So <laughs> I don't know how he did. We got the big call today. He looked really good because everywhere he's been, he's looked good lately. Colorado Rockies called up Sean Bouchard uh, to the big league club today. Uh, what's up with Garrett Hampson? He's 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 taking a couple days. Got the COVID nineteen, I guess. I'm, I'm not 100 percent sure on his deal. But uh, Sean's up there, and and he might play a little bit, or he might be on the bench. We don't know. But I mean, one of the boys getting into the show, so I'm I'm about that energy. Yeah, for sure. You know, and for Sean Bouchard, I mean, this is a guy who he's never really been on the top 10 prospect list. And if he is, he's barely on the top 30 prospect list. This guy can do it all. He can hit. He can hit for average. He can steal your base. He can play good defense at first or left or right field. You know, he went to UCLA and a little bit of a late bloomer. This is his first year at AAA lately. So when he, when he departed Albuquerque, he had a streak of 26 straight games reaching base. Pretty either, good. Pretty good. either a hit or a walk. But, yeah, you're right. But here's the, here's the part that's really good. In those 26 games, he reached base safely 55 times. And he was averaging on base more than two times per game. He had 10 home runs during those 26 games. He had 26 RBIs in those 26 games. So, I mean, the dude was on fire. Two home runs yesterday. I hope he gets a chance to play. I mean, the guy can do some good things. He can help you win games, and I hope he gets an opportunity. Is this a continuation of our conversation yesterday about Wint Bernard, though? Is this a – that might have been the opportunity for old Wint and – and it just might not come the way that we had hoped for it? Yeah, you know, it's always – I'm always thrilled for whoever gets called up, right? Sure. Um, you know, and as we talked yesterday, we're like, okay, well, when, you know, you need an opportunity. Well, the opportunity came with Garrett Hampson going on the COVID list. Thanks for Garrett. You know, he's going to recover. He's going to be fine. Um, you know, you can't really blame the Rockies for taking Bouchard. I mean, based on the numbers I just gave you and right. how Bouchard can help you in three different positions – you know, you and I, Van, and a whole bunch of other Isotopes fans would love to see Bernard get a shot. And uh, so, you know, we'll, we'll see. You know, um, the Rockies are not playing well right now. Their offense is struggling to score runs. And this is the time of year. June is the, is the time of year where teams start making major decisions about yeah. what they're going to do now vis-a-vis the trading deadline. And that's when you start to really look at who you in your organization. So, you know, we'll see. All right, Josh, I might come visit you in the booth tonight, and let me tell you why. I have a dear friend who is British, and he has a friend in town from England, and he's never been to a baseball game before. Tonight will be his first baseball game ever. What are the tips to explaining the game of baseball to a guy who's never seen the game of baseball? I feel like this is going to be a really confusing time for this guy. (laughs) You know, I, I say you start with the basics, you know, the infield fly rule. <laughs> sure, everybody gets that one. Yeah, start with the infield fly rule and then move on to 
something really new and um, that a lot of us still completely understand, like um, like what's a disengagement? Ask your British friend, what is a disengagement and how does that relate I, to baseball? I believe it's like pickoffs and step-offs and fake pickoffs. They all count as disengagements these days. I thought that was like the Will Smith and Jada thing. No, no, no. A disengagement is whenever you used to be part of the EU and then you Brexit it. Ah, uh, disengaged. disengaged. He'll know yeah, that part. Sure. And then explain to me how my friend Josh sitting upstairs has this robot sitting right next to him <laughs> who's up there actively calling balls and stri- strikes, and he has a Bluetooth speaker straight to the umpire. The umpire does nothing now. And, that, and that'll be the first umpire, inning. What do I talk about the second inning? <laughs> Ooh. Speaking of speaking of innings, before the first one tonight, you got a pregame show. Did you did you have to take more of that press conference, or what's the plan for this evening? Well, when you hit eight home runs in a game, I feel like you owe it to yourself to, to talk to one of the, the six guys who hit a home run. Super smart. And for Ryan, yeah, Ryan Vallade, yeah, <laughs> that's, a, that's a tough assignment. <laughs> yeah. um, so Ryan Vallade, you know, no home runs all year. It's two yesterday. So Ryan Vallade is the guest. And, you know, I, I started off the interview by complimenting him because I said to him, I know you're not having a great year. I know you're not having the type of year that you've had in the past and what you're expected to do, but I think he's been a really good teammate. He has not taken it out on any one of the Isotopes front office, any of his teammates. I think he's just been the same guy, and that's something that I really, really respect is that he's not pouting. He's just the same guy every day, and so when a guy is like that when he's struggling, it makes you even more happy for him when he hits two home runs, and hopefully he can take off now. Davis Daniel is 3-1 and one on the year. Got a pretty respectable ERA in the mid-threes. Uh, he's a guy who can be hit, though. More of the same for the isotopes, fall behind early, then score 20? Yeah, yeah, let's do that again. Yeah, I think that's I think that's what hitting coach Jordan Pacheco is telling the boys right now. It's just Hey, just uh, really start looking up at it, guys. Yeah, just, uh, just do it again. Yeah, see the scoreboard there. Yeah. Uh, this is kind of the first forecast for possible rain this weekend here in Albuquerque. What is uh, the thing you want friend of the show to know if there is a delay at Isotopes Park? Ooh, that's a really good question. What I would tell friends of the show is that we will do everything we can to play. Whenever we can play, we will. And we keep people posted on social media um, who are not at the ballpark or who are at the ballpark. And also the public address announcer tries to give as much information as possible. And um, you guys are on standby until 7 p.m. Just in case you guys can get more airtime and collect more friends of the show. And then we just kind of wing it on the fly based on what's (laughs) happening with Mother Nature. Okay, figure it out plan. I'm into that. That's a good plan. I like it. Josh, yeah. thank you so very much for taking the time with us, and good luck tonight at the ballpark as the boys look for a season high. Four games in a row, Michael. You're going to get four W's in a row. Correct. I like it. Josh, you're the best. Thanks, Josh. Thanks, guys. Talk to you tomorrow. See you tomorrow in person. <laughs> you are there in person tomorrow. Live from the ballpark tomorrow are the boys. Let's go with something festive, you think? Should we go with something festive? I think we're pretty cut and dry every time we're out there. Juneteenth isn't till Sunday. Okay, so I mean, I don't. Father's Day. Oh, there we go. Should we dress like dads? Get okay. some matching New Balances and some high socks, some khaki shorts. Yeah, tucked in cargos, po- tucked in polo, and our cargos. I do like that a lot. You already have all those things in your closet. I'll, I'm gonna have to go to the store. I don't have bright white enough New Balances because <laughs> they've been worn. Should you do your mowing in? There's no grass here. <laughs> 
grab a break. We'll take it up to six o'clock after this. A little bit of Yankees talk. Um, they they really are absolute just destroying everything in baseball right now. It's, it's kinda, unfair. Kind of. You know what? Forget it. It's NBA Finals tonight. We'll save Yankees for the ballpark tomorrow. Deal. Deal. NBA Finals talk after this. We're two men on ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten. The Sports Animal. All right, you boys aren't going to believe this crazy stat. So, the best, according to the peoples, the best TV product, ratings product, is the NFL. Cool, right? Of the big four, we're not counting soccer, which, by the way, kudos to MLS getting that Apple deal. MLS has never really turned profit ever. Well, it's 250 mil. Is that what they got? That's crazy. Congratulations. So, Steph Curry, and by the way, the NBA, again, best social media. Best TV and ratings, NFL. Best social media is the NBA, and you're like, For right. a long time. Yeah. It's actually behind WWE, but whatever. It's not really part of it. That's more entertainment. Yeah, it's not sports. a sport. It's not a sport. Yeah. Steph Curry generated this year 1.4 billion video views across the NBA's social media accounts. So what is that? That's YouTube and TikTok and the Gram and, and Twi- all of them, right? Right. Just him. Just him. Highlights of him. Number two. With 791 million views, which, by the way, pretty good. Ja Morant. And if you come, if you at me with, well, Steph's played in more games, the playoffs, you don't understand the difference between 800 million and 1.4 billion. Because it's a freaking lot. He's going to go nine for nine from three tonight. So is this is this the next name, image, likeness adjacent argument? Like what's oh. what's what's my cut from these one point four yep. billion streams that you're profiting off of my name, image, and likeness? And then also on top of that, collegiate athlete, we're talking specifically to you right now. Do you then put a thousand bucks into giving it to weird Korean Twitch streamer to share your thing? Cause you know they have all of the views. That's the WWE thing. WWE, all their views are from the Middle East. They're all from India and Saudi Arabia and all those countries. We could really work the system here. No one's going to be stupid enough because the algorithm is so manipulatable, right? It depends on how tight-knit the algorithm is for each platform, but yeah, absolutely. When Curry broke the all-time three-point record in December, you remember that, man? Ben, you remember back to December? Sure. The NBA's Instagram generated 63 million views in 24 hours. No wonder the NBA milks this three-point and three-point coverage thing the way they do. Three-pointers are now sexy. When have they not been sexy? Uh, for real? When Larry Bird was shooting them? Yeah. Just because of his face? Well, and if you remember when he started shooting them, they didn't even exist. Yeah. Like, they had to come to fruition. Yeah. I'll tell you when three-pointers weren't sexy, when Glenn Rice was shooting them, when Robert Ory was shooting them. That's when they weren't sexy because they didn't matter. And I don't mean the new Glenn Rice who's really good. I mean the old one with plantar fasciitis. Whenever Allen Houston is shooting three-pointers, they don't matter. What about Steve Kerr? Uh, Similar. John Paxson, similar. B.J. Armstrong, similar. Like those guys are all the same energy. Now, like the one exception – the sexy three-pointer early, early. Reggie, Reggie Miller. Reggie all Reggie. day. Reggie. Now, also, the thing about a Steph three, because not all threes are made equal. They are in points, but not in style points. 
Just shoot that boy from the logo. Neither of the Currys, Seth or Steph Curry, will catch Steve Kerr's three-point percentage record. So I slightly disagree with you. I get it. It wasn't as fun. It wasn't as sexy. It was always like one-off play. You're right. That would end up in the corner. Like, oh, whoa, he's shooting a long one this time. You're very correct. But they were so rare before. And, like, you hit a three towards the end of the game. Like, you know Michael Jordan's coming at the basket. Yep. You know Scottie Pippen has got the mid-range locked down. But then everyone jumps to the middle, then kicks out to Steve Kerr. You're like, oh, my God, the tiny white guy gets to shoot. Yep. And he drills. Is the tiny white guy a factor in that? Because there's only two three-pointers in the history of NBA basketball. There's Derek Fisher with the L.A. Lakers shooting three at the clock expiring on that inbound over Boston. That's one. And then there's Ray Allen Ray for Allen. Boston. Ray Allen's the best one. Or, yeah, with Miami. Miami. Those are the only two three-pointers in the history of the game. At that level, with that kind of stakes. But Steve Kerr has hit that one. That's what I'm saying. But it's not those two. Not as big as those, but still. It had like a, just because of its rarity, it had a certain element of like num 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 deliciousness to it back then. But no. Steph Curry single-handedly made the three-pointer sexy. Is it crazy that Steph Curry has never been since time he's been in the league, will not be considered after he exits the league, as the best all-around player? He's absolutely second to none. In your opinion? No one is better than him. He's never the best. That's crazy. That's a weird way of saying it, but I can't disagree. No. He's obviously not the best all-around player. He's not going to be on Rushmore. No one is better than him. Yeah. But also, no one is better than him at this game because he invented this game. He revolutionized this game. So obviously he's the best at this game. Him and, Sha- him and Shaq are the exact same. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Ice Toast Baseball in like 15 minutes. When do we got it off, Mike? Like, like 12 after or something like that? Pretty close. We might have to fill, huh? All right, we can fill if we have to fill. Tech diffs over at the ballpark. We'll get it figured out. I figured it out. Yeah, I always figured it out. You figured it out. If we need Michael, I'll go to the bra- the ballpark and I'll hold a cell phone up to Josh Sushan as he's calling the game. I don't think that'll work. And just call everyone that you know? Well, I would call the One. station and then we would broadcast it over the... That's, whenever I first got into radio years ago, that's how they did it. So, like, when I was broadcasting, God, what would this would have been 05? No, this would have been 03. Gosh, I'm old. So, in 2003, I broadcast my very first ever game. It was I was in junior college, and it was a um, high school football game. And you had, like, you, everything we have now for, like, when we're remote, like a mixer and all the equipment and stuff. But instead of going into, like, a Comrex, which is, oh, my God, inside baseball for the Fringe Show, the machine that sends the signal – via the internet, to the station for zero loss, all that stuff. Right. This is What we use is the same stuff that like Major League Baseball uses. It's the same stuff that NFL broadcast uses. Very good equipment. But when I was just getting into the game, it just you plugged in like audio jack into a cell phone, and then you would call the station from that cell phone, and that was how it worked. It's bonkers. Bonkers. Hope you didn't have Sprint. 
I think we had Sprint. Huh. No, hey, it was singular. I know it was singular. Ouch. <laughs> it was, um, you remember Razor flip phones? Of course I do. It was a Razor flip phone. Oh, my God. And that worked? Hey, yes. How often? It, at least the 16 games I did or whatever it was for the high school football season. Welcome to the ballpark today. We're going to give you somewhere in between six and nine good innings of baseball. <laughs> Man on earth with a count. Killed him. <laughs> Outside. <laughs> That's pretty good. This game has changed so significantly. Like the radio game. Mm. There are guys that like currently sit here daily or on the other side, the KKOB part of the glass, where they did real real. You know, there were guys there's still equipment in this building for like right. slicing mm. tapes. Yes. yes. We could right now interview any person in the world with crystal clarity. And the loss is from like a shaky antenna on top of the Sandias. And you're like, that part, that we can't do anything about that part. Unless it's really, 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 really windy. Yeah. <laughs> and then it just sounds okay. Big trade in the NBA. Dallas gets a player that will complement their center slash point guard. <laughs> he gets to play more point guard now because they got a new center. And this cat from uh, Houston, what's his name, Woods? Christian Wood. I don't know him very well. You say he's pretty good. He's Play, pretty good. Plays at the basket, can put in 20, he's can pull a, down 10. Athletic but old school adjacent center. 20 points, 10 boards a game kind of player. He could fit in anywhere, any team. Houston is just, the Rockets are just looking so far forward that they don't need him right now. He doesn't fit their next three years. Well, their next three years might be this year because they have three first-round draft picks in this one year. And they nailed their last two first-round picks, too. Oh, God. Watch out. They might be figuring it out. They'll figure out. I mean, they tanked on purpose. Like, it's the Chicago Cubs, Houston Astros playbook that they're using here. Suck on purpose for a few years. Build assets. Hopefully you hit a couple good draft picks, and bam, you're competitive in a few years. And Dallas, with Luka... He, to me, reminds me a little bit of like a James Harden in the aspect of, because Harden played in Houston, this is the connection I'm trying to make. Right. In the aspect of, hey, I'm going to control the ball a little bit longer than you would expect me to control it. Hey, I'm going to try to create my own thing. But if you're available off me trying to create my own thing, I'm going to give you an opportunity. They, a little bit Luca and Harden, Harden before the meltdown and I want to quit and blah, blah, blah. Mm. They're insanely similar players. And if Dallas sees that Wood, who I think had numbers mm-hmm. when Harden was down there, mm-hmm. if they're like, hey, can we can we emulate that a little bit? That might be a pretty smart move by, by the front office of Dallas. And unless you get lucky, and it's rare, there's only so many Kawhi Leonard's, there's only so many Draymond's that you can get super late in a draft. Like 26 picks, not that valuable in the NBA. In MLB, or especially NFL, you get the 26 pick, like, okay, we're doing something with this. This guy could plug and play immediately. Well, and I don't know 
a lot about Boban. Oh, those are all salary dumps. Sterling Brown. Yeah. Trey Burke. Those guys are going to all be released. Marquise Chris. Every single one of those guys are going to be released. And also something, something, NBA rules, something, something. Dallas has to give up a draft pick at some point. So this thing actually doesn't go official until the day of the draft. Mm -hmm. Does that really matter? Nah. Nah. And also, I don't scout the world well enough because that's what the NBA is. You don't just scout D1 anymore or high school for a short period of time. You now scout the world. And you're like, well, did a kid leave high school early and he was playing professionally over the world somewhere else? Maybe. Go get him. Who's the hotness in the draft this year? No one. No No one at 26. Yeah, no... There's no LeBron this year. There's no Giannis this year. There's no big game changer. Allegedly. Hey, but for real, there's someone in Dallas right now that's like, Boban, no! Boban Onojevic. <laughs> absolutely heartbreaking. And here's a crazy one. You know, because you look at teams that put it together, like right now, Golden State drafted more than half of the players on their roster. Yeah. The year Steph was hurt and then the year Clay was hurt, and now they're loaded with good young talent. When's the last time that's happened? That a good team kept drafting well? That a team in the finals would have 50% of their players that they drafted. Spurs, 2013. And then you have to go really far back after that. Jazz, 98. And the Celtics, they're the, kind of the exact same. Because they're 7 of 15, which is over 50%. Especially the ish, ones that ish. matter. Yeah. They're real players, the ones that matter. So maybe Houston is looking at it. You know, Maybe the NBA is oppo the NFL. Mm-hmm. Go get guys you can put in your system and get to buy in. Well, if you have a one-year plan, the NFL is right. If you have a five-year plan, NBA and MLB is right. Because it's very rare that you can just completely punt. Like, How many times do you see like the Marlins in baseball? Both their championships were bought and then punted. Rams in football. I think the NFL salary cap just figured out a way now to where teams will never punt again. You know at the beginning if you have a quarterback or if you don't. Right. And that's your punt. Sure. Because if you have one, you don't punt. And it's the same thing with superstars and stars in the NBA. There's only so many. It's not like role players in the NFL. Like, oh, you put this guy in a better system, he's going to get you pay you dividends for the dollar. NBA is like, you have to have two of these guys or more. Two of the top five guys in the league are playing in the finals in Curry and Tatum. Mm -hmm. And then 10 straight guys on the Warriors and then some Celtics guys. (laughs) That's That's the order of how you would draft them if we were putting all 30 of these players in a pick them and you were a captain and I was a captain. Yeah, I don't think you put as much stock into – brown and smart as i do oh i do not i think they're better basketball players than you do i agree that you think that they are not very good 
They're lucky to have Jason Tatum. But here they are in the NBA Finals. Getting ready to lose in Game 7 to the Golden State Warriors. You'll win tonight, though. I'm going to run away with it tonight. Yeah. Hey, I'm like I'm talking not even close, boys. Check the rim. <laughs> and also, like as excited as I am for the game on the court, and i got to stay here late and do like some office work, whatever, I'm going to turn the game on in the studio. The crowd is what has me hyped. Mm-hmm. Give me that. Yeah. Those dudes are going to be brutal, especially after a full day, U.S. Open golf, hanging out with the boys at Fenway, losing to the AAA Oakland Athletics. Yeah. Coming fired up, heated. And then what do you do with heat? Turn it into fire. Get a little smoke off that fire, send it towards the Golden State Warriors. Take that. Okay. I haven't checked Bodog. What's the over-under on two overzealous Celtics fans kidnapping Steph Curry tonight? 1.5. Good program today. Michael, Isotopes after us. Yep, it's a go. Awesome. All right. Any final words, man? Oh, my goodness, my friend. Too much for the time allotted, but whatever we didn't cover today, make sure you check out tomorrow in the opening drive with Jeff, JJ, and Amory. Celtics by 12. I'm calling it right now. It's going to be easy. Double digits. Two men on. Wait. We're not going to break. We're going home. <laughs> Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow, Burke.